Hello and welcome to this podcast with Pastor Tony Paolo, recorded live at Restoration Church of Rhode Island. Enjoy today's message. I love the fact that one of the things that God does well is He's able to bring change to our atmosphere. That's one of the things that God does really well. He's able to transform the landscape of our world, including my own personal life and perspective. I'm grateful for that. Praise the Lord. Let's turn to our Bibles. You should have that, that scripture that I'm preaching from today, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And um, you have actually on the RCI, rcri.app site after the worship, um, you have on there that scripture. Um, we're going to be looking at verse 20 today as I preach on the fact that our nation needs healing. Our world right now is... We're a mess, and America is sick, and I'll be preaching on the fact that our nation needs healing. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and I'm going to be looking at verse 20. So I want you to just stay with me on this for a moment. Verse 20 says this, We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. Okay, so the first part Paul says, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as, as though God were making his appeal through us. So that, what, that, what, he, what he's saying is that we are Christ's ambassadors as, as if God is speaking through us. So we are God's mouthpiece here on this earth. We are speaking as God's tools and vessels. We read the rest of this verse and it says, we employ you on Christ's behalf be reconciled to God. My goal here today is, you know, I want to be, as a leader of the, as a pastor of the church and as a leader in the community, I want to be, I always want to choose my words carefully when we're addressing different issues and different, uh, different ailments of our country. I want to choose our words carefully. And uh, as we really focus in on what's happening in our country, my goal here today is to create a process within the context of Christ. I think, I think we're safe, more than safe, if we talk about Christ and kingdom context and in the process of everything that's going on in our world right now. And I think we have, I'm going to ask you this to do this for several moments. I think you have the ability to do this. Let's pull away from our current context. Let's pull away from current events just for a little bit. Let's pull away from our world for a little bit, all right? All the, the evil, the hatred, the violence, the racism, the rioting. For a moment, let's pull away from what's happening in our world in order to ground ourselves in kingdom context. It's important now. Some of us are so entrenched in our perspective that we're losing Christ's perspective. Some of us are so entrenched on that just because you feel a certain way doesn't mean the, the, the facts that you're going by are correct. And I've always separated the facts and then there's the truth. Okay, The Bible says, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. It doesn't say, and you shall know the facts and the facts will set you free. I want us to pull away from all the madness. And, and when we look at our world, when we look at the symptoms of America... Um, I think we could say that America is sick. Filled with evil, brutality, hatred, violence, injustice, 
racism. America is sick. And to think about it now, these are all issues, or we should say these are all issues. This is a sin of the heart. These are all issues of the heart. This is not a symptomatic thing. It's a deep heart issue that's been going on since, hmm, uh, Cain and Abel, Adam and Eve. This is not, this is not, it's nothing new that's happening in our world. And I want to remind you that the government does not have the answer. I want to remind you that our communities do not have the answer. I want to remind you that our societies do not have the answer. And I also want to let you know that the media does not have the answer. Thank you. The media, I was thinking about it this morning. Well, I was thinking about it for many years, but especially this morning. The media controls how they want me to see people. Okay, so I'm, I'm reading the news regarding yes, yesterday's protest, and, and, and uh, I, I, I said I wanted to show up because I wanted to see what God is doing. I want to see what people are doing. The media covers it, and it was peaceful. The media covers it, but the only thing they cover is this. Five broken doors, two statues, and 21 stones sprayed painted. They didn't cover the peace. They covered the violence. They covered the destruction of property. Now, and this is why I say the media is not going to come up with any answer because peace, if there was full peace on the face of this planet, if God were to completely remove racism from the face of this planet, the media would not appreciate that. Because let me tell you, the, the, the media goes by division. They do not go by peace. So the media does not have the answer. If wholeness were to hit every fiber of our heart and every single person in this country, there wouldn't be a reason for news. May I submit to you that, tell you, the government does not have the answers. Society, the cultures does not have the answers. May I submit to you that Jesus Christ came with a charge to the church filled with imperfect men and women of God, may I submit to you that Christ came and charged the church to bring a solution, to bring the wholeness that this world needs. The cross came to deal with the issues of the heart. Jesus positioned the church to bring the answer. Jesus positioned the church to bring the solution to what ails the evil and the sickness of this country. Now think about what's, think about thousands, let's say if Jesus doesn't come back soon, think about thousands of years from now, what people will be saying about America. They'll say, man, those people were crazy. Those people were barbaric with, with human trafficking and drugs and racism and abortion and how they treat each other. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where you come in. This is where you come in. You can post, we can post all we want. We can pray all we want. But there comes a time when action is needed. Jesus did not die on the cross for you and I to remain inactive. Jesus did not die on the cross for you and I to be angry and go, I'm going to post something that in two days I'm going to regret. Jesus did not die on the cross just for us to merely Oh, Jesus, I just hope that you bring righteousness to this country. In Jesus' name, amen. There's got to come a time where we do something more. Action. This is where you come in. And Paul says it in verse 20. We are Christ's ambassadors. 
An ambassador is an accredited diplomat sent from another country into this country as an official representative now. And that person acts as a representative or promoter of that other country. So diplomats are, are ambassadors or diplomats are representatives sent from another country. They live in this country. And this is their job. They work to resolve conflict by having conversations, coming up with agreeable terms and conditions, all for the sake of preventing war. There have been wars and battles that have been prevented because we've had a diplomat from South Korea, from Germany, from uh, no, from all these different countries that live in this country as an official representative from that country living here. All with the sole purpose is making sure the interests of peace are accomplished. They really have to be good at listening. Hence the art of diplomacy. Hence the art of listening. And so I think one of the things we can do better as a church because we always want to prove our point and, and, and miss really trying to understand someone. I think one of the things that we can do as a church, because as an ambassador of Christ, how many of you know that Jesus was a good listener? The Bible says that we should do more listening than speaking. Is that in the Bible somewhere, right? In the book of James. We should speak less and listen more. This is why we got two ears and one mouth. So one of the things we need to do is being a, as an ambassador of Christ, as a, and as a diplomat, using the art of diplomacy to listen. Now, I'm not going to listen in order to respond. I'm going to listen in order to understand. You ever talk to someone and as you're talking to them, you know they're not listening? I know when somebody's not listening because they're not looking at my eyes. They're looking through my eyes which means they're really not paying attention. So they're really listening in order, but, 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 but. They're listening to respond instead of listening to understand. So let's, let's really focus on the Christ ambassador, the apostle Paul. He says, we are Christ's ambassadors as if now God were making his appeal through us. So we are a foreign, we're, we're, we're residents of this country, we're residents of this planet, but we are citizens of heaven. So we're representing another kingdom, an, another country, representing God's ideas and bringing God's ideas into this realm. And this is what Jesus did when he came to this planet, when he came to this world. I mean, when you look at the life of Christ, there were many a times where they, they try to pin Jesus into answering a question. They, they really wanted to pin him with answers. And Jesus says, I didn't come for, with answers. I came with a solution. They were like, where's your, where's your horse? Where's your crown? I thought you were a king. Where's your kingdom? He says, my kingdom's not of this world. The kingdom that I speak of is amongst you, is inside of you. So this is what Paul is saying now. As an ambassador, if I'm an ambassador, if you're, let's say you're an ambassador to the United States and you're from another country. Name a country. Portugal, of course. Somebody's sitting in the front row here. Barbara Brady. So if you're an ambassador to the United States from Portugal, first of all, if you're an ambassador, the typical ambassador can speak five languages. Why? Because they want to be able to get into people's world. They want to earn respect. They want to be able to listen in Portuguese and then respond in Portuguese, hence to develop the respect. 
So as an ambassador, I'm not expecting you to speak my language. I'm going to speak your language. And that's exactly what Jesus did. He moved into our world, picked up our language, lived in our context, gained our respect, and then died on the cross for us and has a relationship with us. He was the greatest ambassador. But if you're an ambassador, Barbara, you're an ambassador to the United States from Portugal. Your decisions and actions and attitudes are all designed to have a Portuguese influence on U.S. soil. Does that make sense? So your very body now, and now you have an embassy, the Portuguese embassy. And if you were to walk into, in the United States, into a Portuguese embassy, you would immediately be leaving the property of the United States into If this is a building here and I'm stepping into the Portuguese embassy, it's as if I'm going into Portugal with the Portuguese flag. Why? Because that's the embassy and you're an ambassador. This is what Paul says. We are Christ's ambassadors. What nation do you represent? What kingdom do you represent? God's kingdom. So Jesus comes onto the scene and they wanted him to address the issues and deal with the injustices. And when are you going to rescue us from the Roman Empire? This is a terrible, this is unfair. When are you going to make good things happen? When are you going to fix problems? And to some, Jesus didn't do enough. Jesus, I wish you would post more. Jesus, I wish you would speak up and say something. How come you're not saying this? Jesus, this just happened. Why aren't you addressing this? Jesus, this woman was caught in adultery. Why aren't you taking care of her? Because Jesus wasn't interested in, in following up on their perceptions. He was interested in bringing another perception that was from another kingdom down to this earth. This is why we read the scriptures. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How is that done? By you being a Christ ambassador. Jesus came to this world not to fix the problems, but he came to this world to heal our land. And this is our role and our, and our prospect here. And as ambassadors of Christ, what, what can the church do? Because I, I know that we are beyond posting. And, if you're, and here's the problem that I'm having. And I'm going to call you out right now. And if you're watching on Facebook, on YouTube, I'm calling you out. I, I have a problem, white people calling out black people, white people calling out minorities. I have a problem, minorities calling out white people, all in the name of justice, all in the name of righteousness. But you're not speaking for Jesus. Jesus is doing this. Please take down your post because it's neither healing, holistic, and it's not bringing healing to the land. You got to make sure that the devil is not amening your posts. If the devil likes your posts, you got a problem. Push all that back and focus on what Christ wants us to do. So it's not what the church can do. It's what the church is not doing. This is where we come in now. Pastor, what can we do? Before we can address what we can do, I think it's the problem. The question we address is what are we not doing? I want to link Jeremiah 29, which we all know Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. All that, all that. But the context of that is really interesting. Read the entire chapter. Because the nation of Israel, they were in the less than perfect conditions. And all they did was complain. 
And when they complain, they ask God, God, we want deliverance. And God says, I'm not going to give you deliverance until you live influence. The deliver, we're asking for deliverance. We're praying. We're posting for deliverance. And God is like, I need you to influence. So they were living in Babylon. They were like, God, we don't like this. This is awful. This is terrible. People are mean. It's just the whole landscape of what we're experiencing is awful. And God says, stop complaining now. And that's when he says 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and to give you a hope in a future. That's the context now. So as diplomats, as ambassadors now, listeners, when we look at the history of diplomats living in this country. Now, mind you, there are some countries that do not have representative embassies here in America. If you go to Manhattan, there's many embassies in Manhattan. You go all around the world. There are many countries that do not have an embassy diplomat representative here in this country. Why? Because there's no relationship between the United States and that country. There's no peace between the United States and that country. So the peace that we have, the the commonality, the peace that we have with that country, we have a diplomat in the United States of America. And anytime we're in conflict or at odds with that country, what begins to happen is that diplomat is sent back to their country and we kick them out. So over the years, when you do the research, there have been wars and battles that have been prevented by ambassadors as a result of listening. When you listen, things get resolved. When you listen, conflict is avoided. When you listen, you can prevent divorce. When you listen, you can prevent hardship. And as followers of Jesus Christ, we must move from outrage to inroad. We got to move past the fact that we've been wounded. That we got to move past the fact that God, does, God, Jesus did not die on the cross for you to be a victim. He died on the cross for you to be a victor. Matthew 5, 9 says this. Blessed are the peacemakers so they, because they will be called children of God. Now, I did research. I said, what are the five things as a diplomat? I did all the research on diplomats. I know how much they get paid. I know, and, and I, know they can't, I know they can't get a speeding ticket. I know they can't be arrested. They have all these incredible, powerful, authoritative benefits because they represent their kingdom. They represent their nation. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Five things. I said, let me check out what do they, what do they have to be good at? I'm thinking about how do we become diplomats of heaven? How do we become an an ambassador of Christ here on this earth? Five things. First of all, you you have to be a good listener and be understanding. As a diplomat, if you're not a good listener, do something else. A diplomat who comes to the United States or vice versa, if we send a diplomat to South Korea, we don't have... An embassy here, a North Korean embassy. Why? Because there's no relationship. But we do have an embassy, South Korean embassy. That South Korean ambassador that lives here and the United States ambassador that lives in South Korea, you have to be a good listener and be understanding. And notice that those, those two phrases, really, we make the assumption in the Old Testament, the Old Testament, the Hebrew word for listening means hearing and understanding. 
Because you could hear something but not get it. Listen and be understanding. Number two, as an ambassador, you have to avoid, this is a good one, negative words. Avoid neg- Avoid words that incite conflict and use words that incite peace. Now, there may be a, a phrase or a word that you use for the shock value and gets people's attention, but the end result is redemption. Avoid negative words and avoid words that later on you have to take back or you have to say, that's not what I meant. <laughs> what I really meant was this. Okay, so number one, listen and, be a, and understand. Two, avoid negative words. Three, say the magic word. And the magic word is sorry. Everybody say sorry. Even if it's not, you know, when somebody passes away, you say, I'm so sorry. I mean, it wasn't your fault, but you said sorry. Even if it's not your fault, sorry that happened to you. Sorry that you had to experience that. Sorry that you had to go through that. I I wish that you didn't have to go through that. That's the magic word. Three, sorry. Four, use little phrases, little words. The less you say, the better. (laughs) You ever have a conversation and all they do is just, when somebody dominates the conversation, you're not going to have peace. It's like, can I say what I want to say? <laughs> small words, small sentences, pause, listen, reflect. Don't think that you're talking to get a point across as much as you are speaking for them to understand you and for you to understand them. Hence going back to an ambassador, knowing five languages. You learn those languages, why? Because you want to step into people's world. This is what Jesus did. As the greatest ambassador that ever lived, he stepped into my world. He didn't ask me to step into his world because that would have been a little bit of impossible. But he spoke my language, that's four. And lastly, avoid finger, avoid accusatory statements. Like you. You. And they teach us in in, in marriage, when you're in conflict with marriage, don't use, well, you always, (coughs) and you never. You always and you never. We are in unity. The book of Ephesians in chapter 2, verses 13 and 14, the the apostle Paul talks about the, the dividing wall between the Jews and the Greeks have been dismantled and has been broken. And we're all one. We are in unity. We are together in this. We're all living on the same planet. And if Jesus broke the dividing walls between the Jew and the Greek, who am I not to be able to bring down those dividing walls? Bring down those dividing walls. Avoid statements like, well, you have to, you never, you, 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 you. Use words like, you know what? What can we do What can we do to bring healing to this? An ambassador will say, yes, president, what can we do? I acknowledge using four, I'm 
sorry. So what can we do? Jeremiah 29. You got to read Jeremiah 29. You know what the prophet says to the people? The people are like, God, we need to be rescued and we're sick of this. You know what the prophet says to the people? And I paraphrase. He says, man, stop your complaining and run for office. Stop your complaining and run for mayor. Stop your complaining and join a committee, a town council, a town committee. Stop your whining and stop your posting and do something about it. Your deliverance will come through influence. This is what we have to do. Oh, God, open up some doors for people in this very church. If you ran for office, I'd vote for you. I'd vote for you. It's time that we stop. Oh, what do we do? And just crying and just crying. Political office, I just got to tell you that. Political office was designed to be held by men of God and women of God. Political office was not designed to be held by professional politicians. It was designed to be held by women of God and men of God like you to bring change and to bring influence. And we are done voting for professionals, and we need to get back to true impact. A group of men and women representing the kingdom, that I'm an ambassador from another country, another kingdom, set foot into this kingdom, and my allegiance is to, the, is to, the, is to Christ. My heart is to Christ, pledging our lives to Christ, bringing God values down to this earth. How does, how does it happen? Oh, Lord, it's not just a prayer. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's just not a prayer. It's a lifestyle, and it happens through you. So we got to open up our windows, open up our garages, open up our homes, and not expect people to come into our homes so we can tell them about the story of Jesus. We, wherever we go, he said to Joshua, wherever you go, I'm going to bless Whatever you do, wherever you go and claim for the kingdom is for the kingdom. So what do we do? We act like an ambassador. Be a good listener. Say words like, I'm sorry. Look to influence rather for deliverance. Ask God for wisdom. Learn as many languages as you possibly can. Get into people's world. Speak their language. Walk their walk. Hang out with them. Be in their neighborhoods. So when the time comes for healing, healing comes not because a politician fixed it. Healing comes because you are now introducing values that are from another kingdom onto this world. Jesus said, the kingdom is inside of you. And wherever you go, you're the spirit, you're the temple of the Holy Spirit. Wherever you go now, ladies and gentlemen, can I say it this way? You are the embassy of the Holy Spirit. Wherever you go, you represent values, ideas, and principles that'll bring change. The cross did not come to fix a symptom. The cross came to heal a broken heart. And America has a broken heart. God, would you come and heal our land? God, would you come and heal the soil of this country? God, I pray that we would be good listeners. That we would listen to understand rather than listen to respond to prove a point and make ourselves right. And to try to cut across our agenda. God. Heal our land. Jesus, we just come to you right now, Father. Holy Spirit, I thank you for the, the, 
the glorious gifts that you have given us. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you have given us the ability to move in the fruit of the Spirit with love and compassion, Father. We are here, Lord. We, our lives are ready for you. Our lives are available for you, God. And we act according to the embassy, the amb- as ambassadors of Christ. We are working as if God were making his appeal through you. God can't come down and speak, but he's got you. God, make your appeal through us. Speak to us and speak through us. Word through us, God. Bring healing to our land, Father. Lord, I pray that you would open up local and federal positions of office. And I don't want to ever hear somewhere that you said no. I, 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 somebody just said, oh, I can never do that. Don't stop that. Stop that. It's that kind of mindset, I could never do that, is why things don't happen. We need real people with real values and real tangible kingdom principles and ideas ready to say, God, I am nervous as heck, but let's go. Because <laughs> I know I can do all three through Christ who gives me this strength. Lord, I pray this prayer today, May 31st, outrage would turn into inroads of real change and real influence. In Jesus' name, I love you. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Tony Paolo is the lead pastor of Restoration Church. If you would like more information, go to restorationchurchri.com.